0: So in the last growth group, we had everybody come to our home and everybody knowing they can share the story. There was no judgment. There was no shame. Uh, we can be open and honest. And it just felt like we really build a rapport with each other.
1: Growth group has been a great reminder for me that Being a Christian is not just having a belief. It's not just showing up to church on Sunday and then being disconnected the rest of the week. Much like the disciples, they were together most of the time, and they share bread, and um, they encourage one another, and they help each other grow. And
2: then the Lord sent them out in pairs. They were never alone. I didn't realize how much I needed community um, I've attended Eastridge since 2018, um, but kind of sat off and, uh, in a corner in the balcony in the very beginning <laughs> and um, didn't really engage for many years. I started last fall with my first time doing growth group. Um, and so uh, I didn't know it at the time, um, but we were about to enter a very, very difficult season for my family. About a month after I started the growth group, um, my father was diagnosed um, with stage four cancer. Had I not had those people lifting me up in prayer and to walk a really difficult season, um,
1: I think it would have been so much more difficult.
0: I have that habit that I think I can resolve every problem, I, I think. And then I come to have that Jesus moment, you know, um, and I realized, no, you can't solve everything on your own. Um, You don't have all the answers. Other people have experienced things you have never experienced. So therefore, lean on them, learn from them,
3: grow from them.
1: This is probably what you're thinking. I don't want to get involved. I don't want to open up to somebody. I don't want to have to let somebody in my life. I don't want to have to be transparent. If you're thinking all those things, we thought it too, we almost didn't join. And there, here we are, we joined and we loved it and we grew and then we joined another group and then God led us to lead our own group. So don't miss out on what God wants to do through you. Sign
2: up for a growth group today.
1: Uh, As we kick off this year, one of the best, maybe I would say the best way um, to be connected and be in community really well here at Eastridge is to be in a group like they were sharing about. Um, And this morning, as we continue celebrating what God has done this past year, um, I have invited this morning for you guys to hear from three of our Eastridge family members about what that has looked like for them this past year, not just being a part of a a growth group necessarily, but man, just seeing the Lord work in them, through them, around them, um, in all sorts of different ways. So y'all, this is Paige Taylor, Joy Martin, and Jason Corley. Um, and they just have have agreed to just come up here today and share a little snippet of their own lives, their own experience over the past year. Um, I, honestly, I know I could have invited so many of y'all up here today <laughs> um, to share stories of what God has done. And again, that's why the boards are here. We want to hear everybody's stories a little bit today, um, but specifically we're going to hear uh, from these three. So uh, we'll just jump right in. I, I got th- really three questions that I just wanted to ask y'all this morning and let you guys share with our church family about what God's done. So the first question is this, as you guys look back over the past year, and I know each one of y'all personally and just seeing the way God's worked in y'all, but share with us a little bit what it has looked like for you guys, just kind of personally, what has God done in you this year? As you think about, man, the way that he's grown your faith, the way that he's worked in your heart and mind, um, how have you seen the Lord work in your life personally over this past year? So Paige, go ahead.
2: So for me, um, what I would say is it's almost like A tale of two lives, sort of, because the past 12, call it 16 months, um, were pretty messy in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, About a year and a half ago, I lost my mom to Alzheimer's, and it was a really, really tough time for me. And what I didn't know is then I was also entered into this time at work that became very tumultuous. There was sort of a betrayal in my work life, and it really became probably the toughest time in my career.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: But at the same time, Jeff and I, my husband and I, were looking for a new church, and we found Eastridge. And um, we knew probably at the end of the first service and into the second service that we were here, that this was it. This was our, this was going to be our home. And we just, we knew it in our hearts. And so we started attending regularly, very regularly here every Sunday. And a few months later, um, though I had been a Christian for a very long time, I had been raised Catholic. I had never been fully immersed baptism, had a full immersion baptism. Um, so last summer I was actually baptized here at this church, um, which was a very special moment for me. But in the meantime, all this tumultuous stuff is going on sort of in the background. Um, but as we kept coming to church, um, and after happened to be along with getting baptized, um, we got connected with a growth group and we got invited to join a growth group. And, um, for us, that was just a great, great thing to get connected and continue building on those connections here at the church. And then towards the end of the year, um, that built on both of us starting to serve some here at the church. And I I just, it has changed everything um, for yeah. me and, and really opened my eyes to what it is to be a part of this body and yeah. a body of Christ.
1: Yeah, that's good. That's awesome. Joy?
3: Good morning, y'all. I think just to kind of jumpstart the last year, I was in college, and my dad got really sick, and the Lord really prompted me to walk in obedience and just move back home, and that was one of the hardest things that I ever had to do, to just kind of like pack up my whole life and the way that I had started things, the church that I was going to, and just kind of like, it almost felt like a restart to be back home, to be like back living with my dad and having his rules. And it was kind of crazy. And, um, I really prayed to the Lord and I was like, Lord, like, if I'm going to be here, I need you to like provide a community for me. Like I don't have anyone. I felt like incredibly lonely. And, um, Some of you may know Brie Piper. She's one of the student directors. She invited me to come to church one Sunday, and I was like, gonna try to bounce around churches. But I was like, Eastridge is home. I've been going here for so many years. So I was like, why not? And to just feel the overwhelming love. Like, as soon as you walk in the door, like these people have known me since sixth grade, but like to just know me and to just be curious about my life and like what was going on and what the Lord was doing. And I immediately just began to serve because serving is just one of my passions. And so if you have students, I work in, I like serve in the youth ministry, which is an honor. I love to do it. I love to be able to just hang out with them and get to know them and just minister to them. It's like one of the biggest blessings of my life. And, the more I serve, the more the Lord just continue to just provide for me and just Mm. not saying that he provides when you serve, but just like, it's just an added bonus of just the ways that God just comes in and he just does what he does. And you just kind of like walk in obedience and you just allow him to like guide your path. Um, recently I had Uh, issue with my car, some of you may know, and you guys, I was working two jobs, but the two jobs wasn't going to cover the fix for my car, and just you guys as the body were able to help me get my car fixed, and like the Lord like provided like beyond what I could even imagine, like even more than what I imagined, and I'm just so blessed to be a part of a body that just truly is the hands and feet, and just truly just seeks the Lord, and walks in obedience, and that has just kind of been like the past year for me. It's just been awesome to just see the Lord provide through my obedience. It's been cool.
0: Love it. Mr. Jason. Yeah. So I'll have to back up about to about two years ago. Um, I had been attacked. I felt like from the enemy in a way that I had not previously felt. And um, I just felt like the Lord is telling me that, you know, I'm your only way out. You know, this is, this is it for you. You um, so I really buried down and, uh, spending time in my prayer closet and reading the word and praying to him. And, um, one of the weird things in my Christian walk, I feel like is up until a couple of years ago, I feel like I was quenching the Holy Spirit. And, uh, I feel like that really, um, that was the time where I felt like, you know, he's all in this, he's all in this word. And, uh, he's our helper. He's our comfort. Um, so I really dug in and, um, started looking at, you know, what the word says about it. And, um, I really, um, I studied in, uh, first Corinthians 12 and, uh, you know, just seeing, uh, what he was doing in there. And, um, I actually started praying for people in my small group because I was comfortable. i developed relationships with them, and just seeing what my gifts were, and then in on, uh, you know, going through uh, after seeing some things, I was excited about seeing people healed and um, getting just like words of knowledge that, for some reason, I they would just come up in my head. But um, as that came forward, um, I got excited about just seeing things happen. And then God reminded me this year that it's love that makes the difference, and that's really what the focus is, because Jesus is love and God is love. And but um, just um, just putting yourself out there and loving your neighbor as yourself, because mm. really and truly, um, without love, and uh, even the church family that you guys in the here just have completely um you know, just encouraged me. And I know my small group has encouraged me. And uh, um, it's just been a really awesome thing to see what God has done. And I know that I'm growing. I have not arrived, but I know I've left now. And I know that whatever I go through, the Holy Spirit's with me, comforts me, and He's my helper. So, yeah, man.
1: Amen. I think, Jason, I, I could probably say this, as you have experienced God more and more working you that way, your shirts have gotten more colorful too, which has <laughs> been really amazing. Um, we we kind of joke about that, but Jason always has the best shirt at church um, every single week. But man, just hearing, hearing some of that, right? Just love and and seeing God work through the scriptures to teach you about his spirit, right? And community. I heard that really from both of y'all and faith, really taking a step of faith to be baptized last year as an adult. What an incredible uh, way. And I know, again, so many of y'all have such similar stories. So the second question for you guys would just be, and every one of y'all I think started to hit on this anyway, but really how have you now seen God working through you towards others? Like how to, how to serve his church In what ways has God used you guys this year to serve and to be really be the hands and feet of Christ?
0: Well, I would say two of the big things for me is, um, celebrate recovery. I get to help, um, on Thursday nights with my wife and you know we're we're raising the next generation, and you know we're equipping them to go out into the world and be the hands and feet of Jesus. Yeah. So that that is a serious uh, charge, and that's a big responsibility. But it comes with great reward too. Like we've seen uh, a number of people, uh, boys and girls, this year to to come to Christ, and you know it. Like it's so cool that you know. Yeah. When they the switch comes on and like, hey, this is real. I'm committing my life to Jesus. You can see fruit instantly in their lives. You can really see and it's it's really rewarding and cool to see that because it actually stirs my faith. That's been super rewarding. And also um the jail ministry, I get to go into jail once a a month. And I really have a captive audience when I'm in there. They can't go nowhere, so they've got to listen. So going in there and just preaching the Word and the yeah. power of the Word of God, the power of prayer, the power of the Holy Spirit falling that place, and people who have, I don't know what they've done, and it doesn't matter because Jesus' blood covers all. But the cool thing is like countless salvations, people giving their life to Christ, people rededicating, you know, um, they're no different than we are, but they just got caught for something I've already done. I tell them that that all the time. You just got caught. You know, I'm a sinner just like you. So, but just seeing that freedom that the Word brings them and the transition that they make and the transformation of the people who, you know, they know now there's a better way, Hmm. there's a new opportunity, and there's a world that needs to know the truth that they know. So thank you. That's awesome.
3: I think for me, I already mentioned serving in youth ministry, but another ministry that I get to do that's kind of often overlooked is like in my job. I'm currently a nanny of two of the sweetest little girls, and I get to really partner with their parents in raising them up in Christ. Like when their parents are gone, like they see they get to see the joy of the Lord from me. They get to see like when they're like, let's put on some music, it's like really cool because I'm like, all right, let's worship Jesus while we're doing that. Like <laughs> let's let's bring God into this situation, this conversation. And also just youth ministry. You guys, if you get me talking about it, I will go on and on and on because I just love it so much. To be walking in the calling that God has given you is so special. And to just be able to disciple teens and get to know them. Well, yes, sometimes they text you at like three in the morning and you're like, bro, why are you awake? But it's, it's really funny, but it's like, they trust you. And just to be able to be in their lives and just point them back to Christ and to just continue to pour into them the wisdom that God gives you, it's just been such a blessing. And even being able to serve alongside the people I get to serve with, like, Like we're able to lift each other up when we're having a bad day or like, because we get what each other is going through because we're all in the same like situation. We may be in like different seasons, but because we have the Holy Spirit, we're fully equipped to just serve one another and to just be there for one another. So it's just, it's been a blessing for me to be able to do that and to just serve in that way. That's awesome.
2: Um, I think for me, when I think about the word serving, I I don't really even consider what I do serving. Like Mm -hmm. I show up here on Sunday morning, help set up a little bit in the atrium, welcome people into church. Um, it is something my husband is, is serving as well in another capacity. So we are committed to that together. And Mm -hmm. I think that is a blessing in itself to our marriage. Um, But I think the one thing that it's done is I'm very much a relationship person, a connection person. Um, It's very important to me. And I think we, our human nature tends to be very sometimes selfish and look inward. And when you are serving and you are meeting other people and you're connecting with the body of believers and hearing other people's stories, it takes the focus off yourself and allows you To see what God is doing in other people's lives, which then strengthens your own faith and builds your own trust up and just allows your thoughts to be pointed back to God, because that's where where everything should be pointed to. So I think that's the biggest thing for me is just it's not. It's not that it has to be this big mission or serving. It can be little things. Um, and along the way, you'll run across other things in other areas where you might be able to serve yeah. or give back. And if you're just listening for those clues, they'll be there.
1: Yeah. Love that. Serving in big ways, serving in small ways, in the church, out of the church. All y'all describe some of those things. And I mean, goodness gracious, it's amazing to see the just kind of the manifold picture of the way that God uses his people Um, both in these walls, outside in our community as well Um, and I love that too, like serving with your spouse and Jason you mentioned that as well, just serving along together, like um, Jeff made these uh, boards this morning her husband Jeff and Paige is also often out here helping welcome folks and Jason's always putting cards in your chairs, you don't even know that's happening right, but those things are happening all the time and Joy's serving down there with the students and kind of behind the scenes and a lot of things, but there are so many of you guys that are just serving the body well and serving in our community so well, and I, that, that's one of the things that blows me away. Um, not just about Easter Roots, but about God's church, right? And the way that He just uses us to be salt and light. Right out in the world and amongst one another um, to provide for each other too. So last question for y'all would just simply be this morning. What what encouragement would you give to these folks out here um, as they are just seeking the Lord, wanting to grow in Him? I, I would assume most of you out here are just, uh, man, you're, you're on that journey and you're trying to grow in the Lord, trying to draw closer to Him, grow in your faith, all those kind of things. What would be some encouragement you guys would give to them?
2: I would say... Um... And I know this is easier for some people than others. I'm more of an extrovert than my husband is, for example, but we are called to community. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Jesus lived in community when he spent his time here on earth, and he really calls us to community. So two things. I would say, one— get in a growth group. Um, and I know I always tell people, you know, sometimes you show up at a a growth group and I've been in multiple groups before and you may walk in and you may look around and be like, Oh, I don't know if those are my people. (laughs) They become your people. When you start doing life together and you start sharing life experiences Mm -hmm. and you get to know each other, they become your tribe. And um, the people that you look forward to praying for and seeing every week and seeing how God's moving in their life, it it is invaluable time spent studying the word of God with other people. So I think that's the first thing. And then the second thing is just step out in faith and serve. Find some way to serve the church because getting connected to that body of Christ it changes the way you see his church.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's good stuff. Joy?
3: I love what you said. That's awesome. Um, I would also say really get connected, you guys. I remember just like being so lonely to now, and I'm just like, oh, my gosh, I have such a a group, a community of people that are just willing to pray for me and just be with me and meet with me, and it is such a blessing. And I also want to give some encouragement to those who feel as if they're in the wilderness um, there's intimacy with the Father there. And I think that is often overlooked because when we're in the wilderness, we're so like, oh, when am I going to get out of this? When am I going to get freed? When am I going to get delivered? And honestly, you guys, I think about seasons where I was in the wilderness and I wouldn't trade it for the world because I met a father who loved me and I got to know characteristics about him that I wouldn't have known otherwise. And so I would just say, continue to seek him out. Continue to like, Walk in obedience when it's hard because he continues to be with you. He doesn't stray away from us. We stray away from him. So if you can keep yourself from doing that, just stay near him
0: mm.
3: because he is he's so good and he continues to be faithful.
0: Love it. Yeah, so there's to me that's uh twofold is um first um is pray, read act and repeat and you know you, you're you supposed to and you need to use uh, your quiet time to be with the lord and then also after that's done um make yourself available to other people be be there for somebody else's breakthrough um, so they'll have somebody to to celebrate with um just make yourself available to people out there and as a result i feel like that's a re- reciprocal blessing because as you see the light come on in somebody else's uh, life and you see them experience that breakthrough, that, that invigorates your faith um, to just strive. And so it's a win-win. Um, just be the, be available uh, to um, love your neighbor as yourself.
1: So. Yeah, man. Thank you guys so much, Paige, Joy, Jason. That I mean, seriously, hearing from you guys and, and just the way that I mean, honestly, all of y'all so well expressed this morning, just God working in your lives right now and and this past year and even beyond, like you said, Jason, beyond this past year, that's just so encouraging. And that, y'all, that's why, honestly, we just need to hear one another's stories from time to time, right? And I love that all of y'all really mentioned just being part of a group, being part of community, um, walking through life together, and even being there for somebody else too, Jason, like you said. I mean, guys, there is no substitute in the world for being part of a body, being part of a family, being part of a community and doing that together, right? Like living out our faith, uh, together. And y'all, that's why honestly we can, we can celebrate like this and see what God has done because he works best in community. So, hey, you guys just thank them for being up here this morning and really appreciate y'all. Thank you so much. Um, So yeah, obviously today is a little bit of a a different day. I'm not preaching today, really. Um, We're going to jump in next week, and the next few weeks will be in the book of Daniel, um, and we're going to see what God did through through Daniel's story uh, in the Old Testament. I think you guys are going to be encouraged by that as I've been, as I've been um, preparing for those messages. But um, today, again, today's just about Looking at what God has done, what He's continuing to do, and what He's going to continue doing. We do this every year um, just to take an intentional Sunday right here at the beginning of August to celebrate, to really just say, thank you, God. Thank you, God, for getting us through one more year. And we look ahead to what you're going to do this next year. And um, man, we were reminded this morning, uh, Jamie, Jason's wife, Jamie, who leads our E-Town ministry, we were out here in, in the atrium and she handed uh, all of us a, a piece of paper with just some, some of the scriptures on it about celebrating, just thinking about through the scriptures, God tells his people, actually commands his people to take intentional times in their lives to say thank you, to stop and to just celebrate, right? To just say, God, you've done this, right? That he led them out of Egypt and he defeated kings and kingdoms all around them. And he has brought them into the promised land and he has made them a people and he has settled them down together. And then eventually, ultimately, he brought his own son, Jesus. And every single Sunday, why do we take communion? You know why we do that? to remember and to celebrate because God's people are remembering people. That's what we're supposed to be, a people that celebrate and people that think about all the ways that God has loved us, all the ways he continues to do that, shows us his grace and his mercy. Y'all, this past year has been incredible. We have seen... All these new ministries start, I've I've been thinking about just the new things that God has been doing here. Again, this is not about Eastridge, it's about the Lord, but the way that he's blessed us to be able to see these things at Eastridge with young adult ministry and senior adult ministry and a care ministry, people taking care of one another, um, marriage ministry that's coming up in a a growth group you guys are going to get to sign up for next week, uh, divorce care, and just seeing so many folks who have been through that hard time in life get healing and be able to be loved by one another and move forward in life. We've we've seen a new prayer ministry begin. Every week, y'all have people come down here and pray with you guys and that are praying sort of behind the scenes. There's people in that room right now praying for y'all. Um, they're meeting together, praying over the prayer requests every single week that you guys write down. We have a grandparents ministry that's been started. Uh, we have men's and ladies ministries that are just rocking it around here lately. Um, we have a, a whole welcome team and a welcome wall out here just to connect with new people. If you're brand new here, um, and we wanna connect with you. And those are things um, that we have seen God do just because God wanted to do that through you guys. And that's not to mention all the ministry that we see week to week happening here on Sunday mornings, on Thursday nights to Celebrate Recovery, Goodness Gracious. Pastor Scott Moore has just been knocking that out of the park and that team, that CR team, and just seeing people come to faith in Jesus. G- I mean, they're having baptisms on Thursday nights, right? And people are being delivered from all sorts of hurts and habits and hangups. And that is all what God has been doing. And he's going to continue to do those things. I have seen this year legitimate miracles, of people being healed, of babies being born that shouldn't have been born. I have seen God work in marriages and relationships, various families. I saw We saw him work through our missions month and the giving that we were able to give to missionaries all around the world. And um, some of you guys have been uh, become invested in a lot of those missions that are happening here in Newton County, around the world. We have an entire uh, homeless ministry happening every week here. People from Eastridge going out to serve our homeless population, uh, offer them food and blessing bags and all those sorts of things. And not to mention just the spiritual growth through Betterment through different women's ministries, people sharing their faith, bringing new folks to church, student ministry, children's ministry, kids getting baptized week to week, y'all. Between the two campuses, we had 60 something baptisms this year, um, almost 40 of them right here. and, And some of those just happened in a service where somebody wasn't even planning on getting baptized and God just brought them forward to give their life to Jesus Christ. Guys, we've gotten to see so much this year of what God has done And it just reminded me, as I was thinking about today, Psalm 138, and I just want to read a couple verses from this. Verses one through three say this, I will praise you, O Lord, with all my heart. Before the gods, I will sing your praise. I will bow down toward your holy temple. I will praise your name for your love and your faithfulness, for you have exalted above all things your name. And your word. God has exalted Himself, right? Above all things is what David is saying. I'm praising you, God, because you have set yourself up high and you have shown yourself to be faithful. He says, When I called, you answered me. You made me bold and stout hearted. And so he kind of begins that psalm just saying, Let's look back and see that God's been faithful to us. We just sang that. And God, you've been so good to us. What has He done in your life in the last year? Just think about that for a second. And again, if you you haven't written that on the boards out there, please do that. We're actually going to hang those up in the atrium this year and remind ourselves all the time what God has been doing. So write that as you go out the doors today. Go write what God has done in the last year. But David starts that Psalm just, God, you've been faithful. You're exalted above everything. Your love and your faithfulness have never failed. You have worked in my life and through my life. And then he ends it like this, verse 8. He says, the Lord will fulfill his promise, his purpose for me. The Lord will fulfill his purpose for me. Your love, O Lord, endures forever. Do not abandon the works of your hands. And so David starts the psalm saying, God, this is what you've done. And he ends the psalm saying, I know you're not finished yet. I know you're not done. I know you're still working. I know you're gonna keep working. He says, oh my goodness. He just says, Lord, you will fulfill your purpose for me. You will fulfill your purpose for me. Do you believe that about God, that he has a purpose for you and he will fulfill that purpose for you, that God's working on your behalf, in you and through you and all around you every single day. That's true. And he will fulfill his purpose for you. And look, I know maybe some of you came in and you saw those boards this morning and as you're thinking about what God's done in this last year, here's the truth maybe for some of us in this room, as you think about the last year, you just think, you know what, I don't really have anything to say about this last year. I don't know. Maybe you think, I I couldn't write anything on those boards out there because this last year has been really difficult. And that might be true. And like Joy said, I mean, I think we we need to acknowledge the reality of that and understand that life is not always easy, right? And and sometimes we kind of walk through those valleys, but according to Psalm 138, verse eight, God is not finished with us, right? He's not done. He's still working. He's going to continue to work. And if anything, if if I can just encourage you this morning to have faith in that truth, that the Lord will fulfill his purpose for you and for me, for Eastridge. I think about a year ago right now, Think, think back, if you can, a year ago, last August, what was your life like? What was different than right now? I think about myself. Um, I was just leaving student ministry. I knew I was done with that. I didn't know what was coming, um, where God would lead me. I didn't know, but... Um, I thought I was just going to kind of be an associate pastor here for a little while and try to figure out what that meant and what that looked like. But um, honestly, God had different plans for myself, for Pastor Scott, for Eastridge this past year. He just had different plans, and he changed some things pretty quickly. And I'm I'm going to tell you all the straight-up truth, okay? I was terrified. And honestly, I still am some days like... I just step back and I think about what God has done and what he's going to continue doing. And I'm just like, I hope they don't really know that I don't really know what I'm doing sometimes. But I'll say this, um, it's been a year. It's been an amazing year because I've gotten to see, here's what I've gotten to see, all those things I just named really. And I've gotten to see God work in all of you, so many of you. I've gotten to know some of y'all more personally. I hope to get to know more of you more personally and get to know your lives and your families. But I've gotten to see your faith grow. I've gotten to see you do ministry in and amongst each other, around one another for, one another for, me, to me. I've gotten to experience that personally. I've gotten to see God just work in his people in a unique and beautiful and wonderful way. And it has been such a blessing to me This past year, and I know that I know that Psalm 138, verse 8, is absolutely true that the Lord will fulfill his purpose for me and he'll do it for you because he's not done. You know how I know he's not done? Because we're still here. Amen? And God's still God, and he's still good, and he's still working, and he's still, y'all, I have no idea what we're going to be talking about next August, other than we're going to be talking about God's still good. He's still gone. And those of us who are still here, we're going to praise him and we're going to sing to him. And we're going to celebrate him. We're going to do that all year long as we dig into his word, as we do that together in community. And as we go out there and share the good news of Jesus with everybody we can. Amen. And so here's what we're going to do today. Um, as we wrap up, we're just going to sing and we're going to celebrate with a couple more songs this morning. While we do that, these big boards right here are for you guys. Um, I wanna invite y'all actually to come on up. Don't be shy this morning, okay? Like I said a minute ago, this is for y'all, but it's also for everybody else to see what you would write down because we want you to write on these boards what you're expecting, hoping for, praying for for this next year. Maybe it's something to do with your family or you personally, maybe it's something with your job. Maybe you just wanna come and write a scripture that you've been praying about and reading through and things like that. However, that kind of hits you this morning when you're thinking about what's coming up in your life and what lies ahead of you. Maybe you just want to write, God, let your will be done. Maybe you just write that because you don't even know. But man, we just want to see, what are you asking the Lord to do? What are you praying for in your life? Come write that. While we sing, just come on up here. Write on the board. We've got a bunch of Sharpies. You can just stand around. Write it on those boards. Okay, and let's celebrate together what God has done, and understand that he's not done yet. All right, so let's pray together, and then you guys can sing, and and let's just respond together. God, we love you and thank you, praise you for who you are, what you've done, what you will continue to do. We love you, God, in Jesus' name, amen.